Hello and welcome to the In Between Podcast. Before we get started, don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, and check out our blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com. So, we have guests today. We have, we've got guests. Yay! Guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, <laughs> my name is Melian Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, name is Arigo Ventoya. <laughs> You no, killed my father. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to die. Season Do you know that? You know that movie? Uh, no. No. What? Okay. I probably uh, just offended every Hispanic person in the world. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm not really that Hispanic. <laughs> that movie was kind of offensive, wasn't it? No. Okay. Whatever. I don't think so. And who else do we have with us? Hi, um, I'm Alexandra Hernandez. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and if you didn't notice, Alexandra, who we call Lele. Yeah. Is it's easier easier for Americans, Uh, all the way from Brazil, and now residing in the United States. So we're super excited today because Huli and Lele they are our teachers at the gym. Teachers? Do we call you teachers? Professors? No, not Not professor. Call him professor. (laughs) I don't like being called professor because I'm not black belt yet. I was gonna say. So tell. (laughs) I mean, tell me. Why don't we call you professor? Um. Because you're a brown belt, right? Give yeah. us your give us your uh, rank and all that sort of thing. Yes, you and uh, the the status, you know, like being a black belt is like something like you know, it's not like it takes a while to get to black belt. It's like you know, a path, of course. Being um, being a black belt, yeah, takes you time, you know, to get to black belt. You know, ten years and everything, or longer or shorter. But being a black belt, you have that status of like being called a professor. Uh, for anyone who is is teaching jujitsu rather be called i'd rather be called an instructor or you could just be calling me by my first name or that's it you know yeah or my my nickname so yeah yeah and am i right professor is essentially like having a doctorate and i mean really that it's it's somebody who's kind of reached the the peak of uh jujitsu training and yeah because yeah, you have been training like it takes a while to get a black belt. It doesn't take like, you know, a short amount of time. It takes like, you know, eight years, nine years, 10 years, you know. Is there more. a master level? Like, is, is that something else? No, but um, when I say, when I call someone a master, it's more like, um, like, you know, Professor Bruno, he has his own professor. So we call him Master Joyas because that's, you know, Bruno's professor. And so he's like, you know, the professor, professor. So that's why, like, you know, okay. we call him, you know, of course, like, mestre or master in, like, you know, Portuguese is mestre, but also it's like teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what. So I, master is like grandpa of father. Oh, oh yeah. Something, something <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. You got you to gotta dump it down for me. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that complicated. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not complicated. That's pretty much it, you know, like. Bruno is Bruno, you know, Professor Bruno. Yeah. That's what I call him. You know, that's what you call him. And Juarez, that's his professor. It's not our professor. So it's master, you know. So would we, if, if he came to our gym, would we call him master? Yeah. You could just call him Juarez, professor, but, you know, yeah, he is master Juarez, you know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Fancy. <laughs> yeah and Lele, what's your uh what belt are you and how long have you been doing it and i didn't ask you that but how long you've been doing it too there huli we'll, we'll come back to you in just a second okay <laughs> um i'm a blue belt and it's been like almost five years doing it 
Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you can count all those five years because of the pandemic. So I think everybody should take, you know, the pandemic, you know, those years out because people didn't really train at that point, right? So right. I don't think you can say that you have been training for five years because for a year or a half, you didn't train. So I don't so know. So you're saying three and a half years? Training, yes. So you personally have subjected me to incredible pain after just three and a half years of training? <laughs> It is true, you know, like, you didn't train for a it while. It is true. Yes, so. it is. <laughs> uh, okay. And um, how do you two know each other? Um, is, is, it, is it from the gym? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know, Bruno brought her from Brazil, you know, to come here. And at first, she didn't train. Like, So did yeah. you train jiu-jitsu before you came to the States? Um, I actually trained when I was a little kid. Okay. And then I think I stopped when my uncle came to the United States and I stopped. And then when I came here again, I was like, mm, should I start training again? Should I not? And I don't know. I just started training and I fell in love again with it. So I have been doing this since then. Okay. Is there anything else you fell in love with while you were here? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did. And uh, you, the two of you were married recently, is that correct? Yes. Almost five months. Almost five months. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a beautiful wedding, mm-hmm. an incredible wedding coordinator or officiant. Uh, 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 yeah. I right. didn't get to attend. <laughs> Daphne was sick, so she couldn't be there. So how long have you been training, Huli? Um, That's a good question. I think eight years. Take I've been the training. pandemic. Yeah. Oh, we're taking out the ten, 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 six. <laughs> uh, yeah, eight years. I think it will be nine this year. How old were you when you started? Fourteen. And um, I guess if we do the math, then you would have you'd be what now? I'm about to be twenty three. So yeah. yeah. So and your your goal with it is uh, in in the future is what? Um, teach. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I I do like teaching. I like teaching kids, adults, you know, it's fun. It's fun to do, you know. We've talked a lot already in the podcast in the last couple of weeks about what we've learned from jujitsu. And Daphne and I both have commented on lots of different things that we've learned from it. It's actually one of the reasons why we wanted to do this series on what jujitsu has taught us. Because it's a lot more than just arm bars and, and collar chokes. You know, there's a, there's a whole thing that comes with it. Um, the dedication, discipline, respect aspect of things. And, and those are just three real key character traits that I would consider, you know, coming from jujitsu. Um, there's a lot more actually that come with it as well. And I've said it to you guys before. I see it. I see it reflected like some of the values in jujitsu uh, are, are just incredible when it comes to training people and making people better. And you, you get to train kids. I've watched you do it. Uh, what do you like the most about, teaching kids mm, it depends you know like he <laughs> you like to see how the kid like um he's having fun you know he's enjoying he's enjoying training or he's enjoying you know like learning techniques you know of jiu-jitsu but also like you know seeing the kids roll like seeing like oh uh, an example you know it could be like a kid you know like that has been training for a certain amount of time and then uh another kid shows up He's not that good yet, but, like, you know, he's training. Like, let's say they're both, they both started. One is, you know, leveling up more, 
and then other ones like you know he's there at the same level with them but like they go back and forth you know but there's still like you know that one kid that's going to be dominant so and and there is this this respectful competition actually that goes along with that huh yeah it's like you know yeah that respectful you know competition you know like oh they're gonna go at each other but at the end you know they had fun or they're just like you know they're learning they're seeing like okay they see if you know if they need to adjust something or they need to you know do something different or if they're missing some techniques that they haven't um they haven't figured out yet yeah so it's it's amazing to see a kid start out from being really no confidence no or very little confidence and timid and quiet and how they change yeah like and i i know as a parent like watching kids come in for the first time that's one of the coolest things to watch a new kid comes in in within a, just a few weeks their their countenance is different like the way they carry themselves the way they the way they learn to use their bodies, like it, it all changes in really rapid form. What what I do see is like how kids, you know, are shy and then they come to jujitsu. There there is one one example of a girl that came like a long time ago. I, I forgot her name, but she came or with her like, you know, brother and sister and she was the really shy one. And then when she started training, like she would be emotional and she would cry, you know, because she was like she was shy, she was scared. But then later on, like, you know, she started getting used to, like, you know, doing techniques, you know, building that confidence of, like, training, rolling. And later on, like, she got it. She started improving a little bit more. And then, like, she you could tell, like, she's different compared to, like, how she was in the beginning. Sure. So, yeah, you do see that. And you do, like, you know, realize, like, oh, you know, it's really it's, it's nice seeing, like, you know, a kid that was shy, that, like, you know, was scared of, like, small things is not like, you know, if let's say like an accidental hit or a kick in the face or something like that just from like you know rolling because it happens yeah it happens <laughs> but like yeah like either the kid will just be you know walk off and just keep moving forward or we'll just um we'll cry about it or we'll just be like doesn't want to do it anymore so you, you do see a difference yeah yeah and Layla, you coming from brazil and i did you te- did you teach kids when you were in brazil some no, I was just training there. I didn't teach. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you still have watched uh, Brazilian kids, and the style of jiu-jitsu there is different than ours, right? Yeah. I think the kids here, they have more respect than the kids there. They're like... Really? Yeah, like a lot more. <laughs> and we have like here kids like five years old training, and they're like, you tell them to do something and they're going to do. You tell them to go to the wall and sit down and wait. And they're going to do. And in Brazil, they, you just feel they're all crazy, you know. They don't have respect. They don't listen at all. So it's it's really nice. When, like, I came here and I saw all that and I was like, that's that's crazy. What? It's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Really? I would go train over there in Brazil. And- Is your mind just blown by what yeah. she just said? Because... I'm not going to lie. I think kids are kind of a nuisance most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really? You're saying American kids are respectful. Is that what you just said? (laughs) Yeah. It feels like. um, I cannot say, like, in general. Like, of course, there's some, you know, gin in Brazil that the kids are really good. But I don't know. The gins that I saw, the places that I saw, it is like that. And I also work at Tournament. So. Right. I've seen a lot of crazy kids, and they just don't respect you. They don't listen, and it's just crazy. Amazing. 
that's not the answer I was expecting. Not at all. I, I really, I, I, and, uh, yeah, that's not at all the answer that I expected, but that's cool. So at least we're doing something right. Well, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I always think of, I grew up in the Midwest, right? So, um, the Midwest, Midwest values system in, in general is, is just different than it is here on the West coast. Um, and there are certain things like you would never, if you did talk back to an adult or you did talk back to a teacher or, uh, you talk back to your man, talk back to your parents. Like there's just, you just wouldn't do any of those things. If mom said, do this, uh, you might mutter something under your breath, you know, as you're going to do it, but you were going to go do it, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and, and <laughs> no, yeah. but that's the way you grew up too, right? Holy, yeah. like, uh, my parents told me what to do and I got to do it. If I don't do it, I get, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you get, you know, Yeah. <laughs> I think Daphne and I talked about that last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I don't know. It's culture is different, you know, with everyone, everyone has a different culture, for, or, you know, for sure. What, what do you think that jujitsu has taught you the, the most? I think for me, it was the pressure because not all the time in jiu-jitsu you're going to be in a good position. Sometimes you're going to have someone smashing you, and you got to deal with the pressure. You can't just lose your mind and go crazy. You need to calm down, think what you're going to do. So I think that it did tell me a lot in that, that, in that way. Just, like, calm down, think what I'm going to do, not lose my mind, just think, that's all. Do you think that translates to everyday life, too? Yeah, because, you know, like, sometimes you're just frustrated because something didn't happen the way you wanted. Or because, you know, like, I don't know, if you were a kid in school and someone's bullying you, saying things to you, you just need, like, keep calm, you know. You can't just lose your mind and do something wrong and crazy. So, yeah, that... What would you say? For me? Yeah. What jiu-jitsu has done for me? Yeah. Uh, What's it taught you? What's it taught me? Tough or, or done for you, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that, that those may go in hand, hand in hand. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Confidence, I feel, you know. And also trying, you know, always trying again and again and again, you know, trial and error. Like, I think both both those, you know, things are what taught me to do, you know. Like, try again on, you know, let's say a certain position that you want to do. Keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Or, you know, having that confidence as well. Yeah. Build the confidence, you know, for school. Yeah. It did build build uh, it did help me. Daphne, what would you say it's taught you? I think I think it's really got in my head that like you have to try something over and over and over again. You have to drill it a lot until you're gonna get it right. Like no, nothing just happens overnight and like teaches you dedication. Like you have to stick to something, which I already knew and you we talked in the last podcast that you didn't like let me get out of something. After I've committed to it, right? Sure. So, just like teaching me, like I need to stick to it, and I need to keep working if I want to get better. Yeah. And also confidence. Confidence is a big thing. You know, you look cool in your gi, and you're like, "Yeah, I can fight people." <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, huh? You're like wearing your gi, and it does something. Yeah. To feel like you know, like oh, yeah. you know, I know jiu jitsu. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> No, see, I put my G on, uh, my gi on, and I'm just like, I still don't know jujitsu. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's almost like, there. Also, with like 
people at school, if they're being kind of snotty to you, I think, I don't think like, oh, I'm not going to get mad. I just think, oh, if I could, like, I like could, you have no I idea. Show you, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Yeah, that's how it was like, in high school the, as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say so. You started at 14, same time. That would have been same time Daphne yeah. did. Yeah, I think yeah, 13 and 14. Did no, you 14. have attitude yeah. issues? Yeah. Did I have attitude issues? No, Hooli. I I was I, I was. Mean, <laughs> I mean, did I? Oh yeah, you were really just terrible. No, you didn't have attitude <laughs> issues. You were actually you were timid. That was your problem. You you were actually. And I, I, it's one of the things I comment on before. I think that the pandemic actually had an effect on, on you in a negative way that you were withdrawing and jujitsu actually pulled you back out of that. Hmm. Yeah. So Sorry, Huli, I cut you oh, off there. <clears throat> it's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, from what I've heard, my parents have told me, like, well, my mom, you know, like, she was saying, like, yeah, you were a bad kid, you know, and she was worried about me, you know, like, what? what I was going to do with my life and everything. Like, you know, she was worried about me for the future because I used to live like in a bad neighborhood and I would hang out, be out all day, you know, and not come home. And I've always wanted to just be out in the streets with friends that I had in my neighborhood. But then like later on, I moved out of, of the town, of the, of the place I moved out and I live like not too close, like not too close to Chico, but like, you know, sure almost there to where like i could just have to like you know drive there so yeah and that's when that's i think that's what my parents like wanted was for me to like you know not be a bad kid anymore like you know show some respect have some respect for you know my elders and everything sure it it did change me like can i do realize that it's it's interesting for me because walking into the gym at 45 was it was scary I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, not like I'm like fear and trepidation scary, but just like this is an uncomfortable place, right? Because one, I had never really done anything athletic in my life. Um, And two, I don't really know what I'm getting into. Three, I was horribly out of shape, you know, and, uh, and, and getting to, uh, when you walked in there, kind of getting to know these guys who, you know, I when I thought gym, I thought, oh, they, that mean and, and jujitsu combined. You know, your, your first impressions. I'm thinking, oh, all these people are going to be just mean. Like they're just going to beat me up. You know, uh, and and then and on the on the flip side of that, there was a totally sexist side of me that I didn't even know was there. That I thought, why are these girls here? Okay, mm-hmm. and I know that that's terrible. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want that to be going on in my brain, but that just is what I thought. I was like, well, they, they must be doing something separate. And then when I realized like we're all rolling together, the first time I rolled against a female, I was I, I went, I'm going to hurt them. Well, that's absolutely not true. You just heard me say, Lele hurt has hurt me on multiple occasions. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and, and what I realized is, uh, that everybody there, actually has something to teach me. I don't know. I was just thinking, like, me and Chloe and Callie, like, we kind of all learned from each other. Like, when I started training at the gym, Callie kind of, like, taught me what she had learned, and then I taught Chloe what I'd learned from Callie, you know? So we all have, like, similar fighting styles, and I think I think girls kind of learn a little different, or they, like, prefer certain moves over one another. So I don't think it's completely the same, 
I think we fight a little different. We think a little different when we fight. Well, maybe maybe we just do think. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you know sometimes yeah. I can't yeah. tell. Yeah. You know, you, you both. Yeah, all three have different styles. Can yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. It's very but, like, interesting. There's still like similar things in between. You're you're more of like a you know a pressure. Me? Yeah, you you put pressure. Oh well, remember when yeah. that was a problem? <laughs> I couldn't do that at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we we helped you. <laughs> you helped me. Chloe's more of a guard player. You're more of like Chloe's you, scary. You're a little guard player, but you know you you have some you know that pressure passing the passing you know like go. I got forced out you know. of being a guard player. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, you can. I mean, I mean, I could, but like, it doesn't work anymore. Like, I, I don't use it as much. Trial and error. Trial and error. <laughs> keep, yeah. re- keep repeating, keep right? Repeating. You okay. can just do Jiu-Jitsu one thing. thing. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, I like pulling one. guard. I'm just going to do that. You can't because what if you train with someone or go to the tournament and the person pull guard before you? What are you going to do? Just going to freeze and not know what to do? Yes, yeah. yes. So. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to know a little bit of everything at least. Yeah. Of course, there's something that you like more and you're going to try to practice more. Mm-hmm. But you need to know a little, bo- a little, bi- a little bit more of everything. Yeah. You can't just be like stuck on that. Like, you, we do have like a lot of kids. And I see that sometimes on the kids. You know, like They like to do one thing and they know they're good at it. And just keep doing and doing and doing. And you're like, you got to try something else. Sometimes it's not going to work. So you need to do something else. You need to learn all other things. You can't just be like, I'm going to do that and that's it. Love it. But she was really attacking me while she was saying all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> I like my arm bars. I don't want to give them up. No, you don't have to. You just like... What if more. it doesn't work? You, yeah. you go to something else, you know? Julian knows that, you know? For like a <laughs> while, he tried to do something like over and over. And everybody noticed that it wasn't working. I told him, my uncle told him, uh, you know, like the professor told him, if you don't know, the uh, <laughs> professor is my uncle. So like, it wasn't working. So you need change. You can, of course. Are like, you talking about the bunny rabbit? Bunny. The yeah, you know, you're like all fast and Sad, no. I call it the bunny rabbit. That's no, called it's, just it's, his fighting style. It's not. <laughs> no, it's something. What was it from Nogi? It was it, yeah, the grabbing the, the leg. It was like a hugging the leg. It's because yeah. I was trying to set up like you know a leg lock from just figuring some things out. You know, yeah. you know, trial and error. Yeah, trial and error. <laughs> But you need to know when to give up on something. Yeah, yeah sometimes something is not for you. <laughs> and and it's really right. interesting that you say that because the trial and error, obviously, you Daphne and, and Huli, you both have said that, and you, you just got done saying it. But I feel like first started as white belt, like you just hang on to everything so long, right? Mm-hmm. And I even still find myself doing it at times. But... You, you hang on to things for way too long when you should. And, and once you get into it farther, you realize, oh, like as soon as that thing is passed, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless there's a reason to, you know, to get as you're transitioning to something else, but let it go and move on. Like there's, there's no reason to hold on. And again, if there's not a life lesson in that, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what is because yeah. how many times in life do we do the kind of the same thing? You try and try and try and something doesn't work and you, you don't want to give it up or you would have just been better off. If you just let it go and, and move on. Just recently 
we were talking before the podcast that uh, there had been there's been several incidents that have gone on in 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 the news uh, or in in media here as of recent where students have attacked teachers. Um, this isn't obviously at the gym. I'd like to see that happen at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever happened? No, no. I, so. I mean, I wouldn't really like to see that happen, but I'm just what I'm saying is that would get shut down so fast. <laughs> No, the kid would get destroyed That's by what I'm saying. who you did it to. Yeah, yeah, it, would, it wouldn't work. For him. No, Not that you would hurt them. <laughs> no, I wouldn't hurt them. Just, but you would be able to shut it down. Yeah, instantly. Of course. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, we just make them play push-ups. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, because discipline. Uh, discipline. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, they need to understand. Like, you can't yeah. just talk back or can't do whatever you, you want. Can, yeah, do whatever you want. You can't do that. Like, yeah, there's here for a reason. You sign the parent. Your parents signed the waiver. You know, there's consequences. Yeah, consequences. Your parents signed the waiver. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, well, I love it. I've even Bruno says like the for this hour the kids mind. Yeah. Like you go wait outside, which I love. I think it's great. Like yeah, make her pay push ups. And like, the par- the parents should be relieved of that because like oh, an hour no kid. They can just do whatever they want. Sure. You know, that, yeah. I think they should like, you know, think about that. Like, oh, okay. I can go do whatever I want. Yeah. I go. The kids are going to be here. Okay. It's going to be an hour. I'll yeah. Be back. Yeah. Yeah. You do that all the time, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's times too that I was like, oh, now what do I do? I, I could leave, but it's only an hour. Like if you're going to, why don't you take them for two? <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. An hour is long enough. But what I started to say is, uh, there's been several incidents in in schools and um, and kind of around the states where kids have just been done some atrocious things to atrocious. people. Do you like that word? People that they should have been respectful of, right? Um, and whereas, you know, I grew up with the statement that you respect your elders. Huli, I think you did too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you talk back to your mom, what happens? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Were you disciplined as a kid? Oh yeah. 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 I was always like a quiet kid, but I did, you know, like a few wrong things. But yeah, like you cannot talk bad, you cannot do anything. But you know, like the things like the kids, you know, today they have a lot of I watch a lot of TV, always on the tablet. They get everything they want. And when I was a kid, it wasn't really like that. Is Brazil that, that way as well? Yeah, of course. There's like rich people everywhere. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I like to have this, you know, fantasy concept that uh, that particularly Latin American or uh, South American countries, like those people uh, have really good values and, and, and they don't have all the stuff that we do yet. So they've not been corrupted by that. But you actually have reminded me over and over again that that's yeah. actually not the case. Like Just like you said, there's rich kids everywhere. Exactly. And I don't know, we just play a lot in the streets, and today you can't do that anymore. So what are you going to do if your kid is just going to lock them inside the house all the time? So they're going to start getting crazy, just iPads and all the things. So I think like the kids just get whatever they want, and when that doesn't happen, they start getting crazy. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The whole, like, respect your elders thing, like, I know you guys grew up with that. And, like, that's you, what you've I... You've grown up with too, right? I grew up with right? that, too, yeah. yeah. You, if I backtalk mom, it's the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're dead. 
Oh, no, you too. (laughs) You give me the death glare. Um, But, like, I don't know. That whole statement is, like, getting challenged a lot. And it's like, well, I don't have to respect my elders if they don't respect me or blah, blah, blah. blah. And there's this whole, like, like imbalance that even came out that in thing. that even came out in the uh how to talk to a teen podcast yeah. here it's, it's like, like it's a big problem you it's, respect me first and then i'll give you respect yeah right but that's not how it works like as much as i like having respect from you and like i think that's important that we both respect each other as human beings but i'm not like i can't just like say, oh, I'm not going to respect you because you don't respect me. Like, you have to, like, think of me first. No, I, I can't do that because I'm, I'm the kid. Yeah. Like, you're my parent. You have authority over me. So yeah. you get to choose. Do you think that there's a difference between um, giving an action of respect and actually respecting? Does that make sense? Kind of. I mean, yeah. Like, because I could be respectful and still be thinking you are an ignorant, you know, caboose. Okay. Well, you can think that all all you want, but as long as you're respectful about it, I don't think there's a problem. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like also like teachers and. I mean, holy, you, you said, if you said, if you backtalk your mom, you're going to be in big trouble, but yeah. that didn't mean in your head you weren't calling her names, right? No. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> She's <No>. listening. <laughs> I don't know. Like when you back talk, it's like, oh, you know, like if you back talk, you're screwed. Yeah. You don't think about it. It's like a flash, you know, like <laughs> you, you say something because it's like, you know, it's what you want to say out of your mouth. And then like later on, a few seconds later, you regret it. Because yeah. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. You, you've already have that, you know, that flashback. So, uh, yeah. Know. Gotcha. I did call my na- my mom names in my head a lot of times. You just get upset and you're like, oh, I want to say things, but you can't. You need to be respectful. So you're just saying your head. Yeah. Yeah. But what Daphne said is like, you're only child as well, right? So yeah. I think when someone has more than one kid too, that changes a little bit as well. Because sometimes, you know, like, oh, it's my first kid, you know, going to be all... All about the kid, you know? And then they have the second kid, and they're like, okay, I know what to do, you know? I already have been through this, so you just start letting the kid do whatever they want because you already have one more, and then one more, and one more. So they just, like, get to do what they want because the mom doesn't have the patience anymore to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it changed a lot. So obviously dedication, discipline, respect, that's the three uh, things that are on the wall of the gym, right? Um, what does respect mean at the gym to you guys? Well, it's respect, you know? (laughs) Yeah, but how does that play out? What's it look like? Mm, I don't know. Like, what I see is just, you know, you show respect to everyone else, you know, and you get respect back, you know? You You don't show, like, like, you don't show that you have big power. Like, for me, you know, I'm brown belt. I can tease, you know, like what Bruno says, like, oh, I'm the boss when he's not there. That I try not to use it as like, you know, oh, I'm the boss, you know, when he's not there. Yeah. You know, they're in like balance. Sure. Try to keep it balanced, you know, show respect. Be a friend, you know, to your, you know, to your students, you know, talk to them, you know, be there. It, it's, it's actually one of the things for me that 
really kind of blows my mind, even still, and I've been there a while, <laughs> that a guy who is a, a colored belt, whether it be blue, purple, brown, particularly brown belts and purple belts, I'm like, these guys have been here for a while, yeah. you know, to, to be at that level. They've been there for a while. And that they will patiently give me the amount of time mm-hmm. and um, talk to me respectfully. Um, not because I'm one of the older guys at the gym, but just because that's the way you do it. I mean, they they, yeah. they do that with everybody. It, well, also because, like, you know, they've been in your shoes before, you know. That's they've, the th- they've been a white belt. They've been, you know, like the that new guy that was there, like, oh, you know, doesn't know what's going on, doesn't yeah. know, like, doesn't even know what an arm bar is yet, or doesn't, like, know how to pass a car, or, you know? Sure. Anything basic, you know? Sure. So. I mean, even as, if they listen to this podcast, and they listen to us talk, or any of the last two, the color belt guys, they're going to be going, oh, that's really cute, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. These white belts are yeah. doing a, a <laughs> podcast, and they're talking about jujitsu. They don't know anything yet. I mean, if anything, that that's what we've talked about that we've learned is, like, we don't know anything. We don't know anything thank you so much for listening to part one of this collaboration and make sure that you like hit the bell and subscribe so you can get notifications when part two drops thank you so much for listening we love you guys have a good day